Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're now in the fifth of the five scriptures that in my sermon this past weekend, I invited you to use as you articulate the gospel biblically. John 3.16, Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, John 14.6, and today, Romans 10.9. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. This is the only if-then statement regarding soteriology in all of Scripture. And it ends this way because there's a confession that Jesus is Lord. Now I want to couple this with what Paul also writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 in the opening verses. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you used to be enticed and led astray by mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So when someone says Jesus is Lord, it is a miracle of the Holy Spirit of God. Remember this. We're not saved by experiences, but an encounter with the Holy Spirit is necessary. Otherwise, you're looking at a false conversion. It's not manifest exclusively through emotion. Emotion is a common side effect and symptom, but it's not an indicator. There's no scripture dictating thus. Rather, it's a miracle of God. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. That's only possible because the Holy Spirit of God is drawing on somebody's heart. So in your prayer with someone, invite them, confess, Jesus is Lord. The reason that at the Redemption Church and elsewhere in my ministry history across the years, I've invited the congregation to shout, Jesus is Lord. This is, it's a literal and direct application of Romans 10, 9. We're confessing with our mouths. Why the with our mouths thing? Because we know that it's a miracle of the Holy Spirit. It's not some sort of spell or incantation that we cast. Rather, why implement? Why say it with our mouths? Jesse, why does the text say it's with our mouths? Well, Paul goes on in the pericope to, to explain exactly that. All right, after... What we are just recently covered about not ascending into heaven, not descending into the depths, that would be to demote Jesus and downplay what he has done. On the contrary, what does it say? The message is near you in your mouth and in your heart. This is the message of faith that we proclaim. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, everyone who believes on him will not be put to shame, since there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, because the same Lord of all richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the pericope around Romans chapter 10, verse 9. When you get to the end, you can explain exactly why this verse is a part of the gospel presentation and why it's going to be a part of your gospel prayer. This is actually the only, I think, I think the words Jesus is Lord, I think that's the first prayer God wants to hear out of someone's mouth. Um, if non-Christians pray, uh, we have scriptural basis to say, like, God's not going to listen to your prayer, man. The first prayer you got to pray that God wants to hear from you, that God will answer is confession that he's Lord. <laughs> After that, then you're going to pray. After that, what you pray for is probably going to change. But this confession that Jesus is Lord, make sure they know what they're saying as they say this. This is where a biblical commitment to repentance is by default built into the scriptural application. It, it's, where, it's where it enters. Because Jesus is Lord, we're going to repent from sin. If we have no intention of repenting from sin, we're lying when we say Jesus is Lord. God's not going to honor a lie. 
You either say Jesus is Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit or you lie to God. So which is it? Confess Jesus as Lord. Naturally, you're gonna repent. You repent because he's Lord. And you really believe this stuff too, man. In cardion, in your heart, in the very seat of where belief sits within Greek thought. Confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Man, I've taught this text a million times and there's a reason for that. This is, to me, this is like the apex of a theological mountain in the book of Romans. This verse is gonna change someone's life today. Tomorrow, we're gonna put all five of these together in one big presentation and talk about how you can pray the five prayer, the five scriptures in one prayer this weekend. Are you ready? Go make disciples.